Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry. For March 25th, 2023, I'm Victoria Mary Fatch, a published poet who is fascinated by words and the curator of 30 years of love letters my husband and I wrote to each other every day. I love to lighten your heart and shine a light on the mysteries of building and enduring love. Today, we'll actually have three poems because the second batch were in one magazine. The first poem was in the journal Z Miscellaneous in September of 1988. It's called For Dennis and Peggy. Earthbound, I dream sleek horses, flaming manes, great dusty acres, chaparral, cooler days, clouds, and a wiry grace foreign to a body nesting a child. Plodding, I breathe bridal leather visions of white fenced rings, dizzying canter, flying changes, Portia, Abba, Chancellor. Trees blazing on autumn trails fade to silhouettes in evergreen and blue-green mountain memories shatter against these rock-hard hills. My stallions thunder away beyond the desolate corral, a late summer garden going wild and the lost light of day. Immune to climate or grandeur or hope, joy, my unsung heresy. I reined in against fields in gold, but my heart startled free. Today's word is actually a phrase, flying changes. It came up in the poem in the line, dizzying canter, flying changes. I learned what a flying change was when I was riding and my horse did it without my even knowing what it was. So I looked up the definition today, although I did it many times after that. In a flying change, the horse changes the lead while remaining in a canter so he doesn't have to transition to a lower gait, which would interrupt the canter flow. The horse not only changes the direction in a flying change, but also changes the dominant and forward-pushing front and hind leg. This happens in the moment of suspension when all four feet are off the ground. It's often if you're in a ring and you're cutting across the ring and you'll need to be on a different lead as you get to the other side, that's when you would do a flying change. Just for your own information, Portia, Abba, and Chancellor were all horses that I rode when I was taking lessons. The love letters for today were written as my husband and I were about to begin giving a marriage encounter weekend. They answer the same questions as one of the pair of earlier love letters, but it just goes to show that even answering the same questions, you can learn more about yourself and your spouse by looking at these questions. The questions were, what do I like best about you? Were what do I like best about myself? What do I like best about us? And in each case, how do I feel telling this to you?
My letter is first. My dearest Wes, I'm having a hard time focusing on this question because I feel nervous that we're not being solicitous enough for the couples. I'm really feeling nervous and tense and wound up, worrying that everything is going okay. What I like best about you is your steadiness and calmness. I feel secure when I am with you. I often see you as my anchor. When there are storms, you help me come around and face them with more courage. I feel a little tentative telling you this because I know you can see this as clinginess rather than being strengthened by you. So I feel a little hesitant and perhaps more insecure than I might otherwise do. These are rather faded in color, maybe like the pale blue of a pair of old jeans with just echoes of the original color. It's always harder to focus on what I like about myself. Today, I could really see my negative self-image at work as I had a hard time focusing on what there is in me that's good. It seems that every time I start to say a good quality, like sensitivity, I can immediately see a negative, like being too concerned and fearful. But I do think my concern for others is a good quality that makes me feel linked to others as if I'm doing something for them. I feel okay telling you this, not really eager or impressed, but just willing to admit that I have good qualities. What I like best about us is the way we have grown together over the years. I love you a lot. This is Wes's letter. Dearest Vicki, your most endearing quality to me right now is the warmth of your smile. What I like best about you is the way you are constantly striving to be more for God, for me, and for the girls. I've always stood in awe of your dedication and self-discipline, but more than that, in your total commitment to be better. I'm not sure if I've ever told you that when I was in the process of converting, my one hope and dream was to try to someday be as good a Catholic as you were. I really stood in awe of you then, and in so many ways I still do today. I feel warm and almost excited telling you this. I like to compliment you, and it feels like watching someone open a very special Christmas present you got for them. What I like best about myself is my steadiness. I see myself kind of like an anchor or rudder, keeping things under control. I guess I feel a little embarrassed talking about my strengths, the kind of feeling that makes you want to look at your feet and mumble a bit. What I like best about us is our commitment to each other, the way in which we work at our relationship, overcome struggles, plow through the tough areas. All our work for Marriage Encounter is one aspect of this. I feel proud and happy telling you this, like when Nikki has won some award. I love you a whole lot. Always and always, your Wes. We'll close with two poems of mine that were published in Mobius Poetry in the spring-summer issue of 1992. The first one is actually a shape poem 
that's shaped like an hourglass. It's called argument before the glass. We know that time's a lethal instrument, which forces helpless sand to slip down the crystal throat that narrows into death, which holds no court to reassure the accused that if he proves his innocence, the jury will restore his liberty. The second poem is another one that refers to writing. It's called Steeplechase. Words are difficult as horses and as breathtaking when they respond, gather in and take the wall that loomed impossible or jounced along at a fast trot that bumps the bones like an elephant stride, then breaks into canter at liquid heat, melding creature and rider and seat, a bareheaded glory, a dazzle set free, a wide-hearted vision beyond, beyond stable or fence or road or hill or vast blue distance, promising all light and flight in gallop distilled. May words and poetry bring you the light of love every day of your life.